Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. So, Brad, it's been a bit of a slow Disney news week. Really? There was some major earnings call that told us that everything's going horribly because everything's losing money. Disney's doomed. That's right. But other than that, yeah, slow, slow news week. I'll, <laughs> I, I guess I'll kind of accept that. Sure. Why not? <laughs> what, what, here's, the, here's the real question that we should be asking. Jeremy, what piece of non-news do you want to discuss that you're trying to, to shoehorn in by saying <laughs> that it's a slow news week? My very favorite quick service restaurant, Cosmic Ray's. Starlight Cafe has changed their menu. Basically, uh, Cosmic Rays has three different bays in there, basically three different ordering areas. And forever, I think, all three bays have had different menus. You had one that was like burgers, one that was chicken, and so they've all had different menus. But what they've done recently is gone to every bay has the same menu, and it's just kind of a mixture of all of the different bays. So they've got like a little bit of everything as opposed to this one is all about the burgers and the different kinds of burgers. This one's all about chicken and the different kinds of chicken, right? Right, so you don't have to worry about what uh, what bay you're at now. How likely do you think it is that that's the exact reason why they moved to this? I 100% think that that's the reason. Because, because depending on what side of the restaurant you enter, you would have a completely different experience if you didn't know that bay one has a completely different menu than bay three. You know what I mean? Right, or more importantly, somebody went to bay one and they saw that, you know, oh, they have the, you know, the the what third pound angus burger or whatever uh-huh. and i want that but geez the lines are a lot shorter over there at bay number three and so then they go to bay number three and they get to the front of the line and they're like i want a third pound angus burger and, and they won't sell it sorry this is the chicken well what the heck man it's all yeah. it's all back there to the same kitchen and i you know i wonder if that was even like a thing surely surely Again, like it all goes to the same kitchen. Surely you could have ordered it and they could have punched it in, right? Yeah, I would think so. I mean, it's not very Disney to turn someone away and make them go wait. Yeah, in go. Line. Yeah, you just got done waiting in my line. Now go wait in somebody else's. But, but then you're also in danger of making that a policy thing, you know, where it's like you can actually go in whatever line you want, you well, know, because then everybody, and maybe that's why they're doing it, because everybody was just waiting in whatever line they wanted and complaining loud enough until somebody just gave them what they wanted. So they made it so they made it official. It's yeah. all it's basically all that they did. But I I could see I guess this does cut down like the overall amount because I feel like each menu was pretty much full and there wasn't a lot of crossover in the, if any in the menus at least for the entrees. Yeah, I think they they took three menus that were this size and made them into one menu this size yeah which you know is is good for them good for you know buying and and all that stuff and it's good for the kitchen because now they only have to make nine things instead of right 20 things or whatever it might have been uh can we also talk about the fact that i don't like i i really don't like looking at disney menus when i'm not at disney because if i'm not in the proper money mindset the idea that i'm going to pay (laughs) like what fifteen dollars for the pork bacon cheeseburger barbecued pork bacon cheeseburger and that's yeah. just the burger and fries 
Uh, and again, I, I I have no problems with those prices when I'm when I'm actually at Disney. But there's some sticker shock when I'm when I'm back at home, and yeah, I'm paying. I'm not I'm not paying vacation pricing for everything. If I'm at a if I'm at a rock concert and I go up and they say it's five dollars for a bottle of water, it, uh, it's appalling. But a bottle of water is four bucks or whatever in in you know the Magic Kingdom, and I'm like, oh, that's fair. Yeah, four bucks, whatever. Yeah, you just say, so, oh, that's what I that's what I pay. And you definitely get price blindness and the reality distortion field that is Disney. But you, but you have to, or or you're going to have a miserable time. That's yeah. And I, that's the way that I've always taken it. Is if I don't just deal with the fact that this is what things cost at Disney, because I'm not like griping about it and being irritated about it while I'm there, and you know, like telling off every cast member who who will listen. Right. This burger like they've is never so heard that overpriced. Before. Like. That's not going to change what the price of the burger is. I'm still going to have to pay that price, and I'm going to be right. irritated. And the cast member, like, no good, no good comes of it. But yes. Also, out- did I just say rock concert? You did. I feel like an old man. You did. When I went to a rock concert back yeah. in the good old days, the aughts, <laughs> which wasn't that long ago anymore now. Now, you know, used to be the aughts meant the night, now it's the two. Ugh. Anyway. All of that. How did we get this far off track of Cosmic Rays now has... I don't know. We're, we're one, like five minutes in. Yes, yes. And, we're, <laughs> and we are way off the rails. But Cosmic Rays has a single menu, which, yep. which again, like you said, I think, that, I think it does simplify things for people who, who couldn't figure out that they needed to look at all of the menus. But at the same time, it's a little bit... It, it's a little bit disappointing to me because I feel like... When they had so many menus, there were opportunities for off the not really off the wall, but more unique things. And by condensing the menu, it got a lot more regular. I think does that make sense? Yeah, and it kind of takes some of the fun away from it. Part that was part of the reason I liked that place. You liked it for Sunny Eclipse. That's the only reason I, you care. I like I like it for a lot of things. Um. One one of which is no longer there, but um, cheese, the, yeah, cheese. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, um, no, cheese is still there. It just costs a dollar now. Yeah, and it's in a it's in a dumb little cup. It's now. in a pudding. It's my, my, it's a pudding cup of cheese. My wife is going to be so upset when she sees that. Don't later. just don't tell um, her. Just and and she's she's not she's just just tell her she doesn't need to listen <laughs> to this episode and let that be a fun <laughs> surprise for you guys when she gets her pudding cup o cheese for an extra dollar. But yeah, so the so you like the cheese? It was quaint is not the right word, but it was something that quirky. not quirky. Yeah, no other restaurant in in the Magic Kingdom or in, in Disney World, as far as I know, has three different places to get three different types of food, and then like a massive dining room. I mean, the the size of the dining room at Cosmic Rays is just crazy, and it's always full. And so, I mean, now it's just like a regular, a regular place. And I think it'll equalize the lines a little bit. Like the line at the burger thing was always much, much, much longer than the chicken one or the barbecue one. So I guess it's going to normalize the lines, which is good. You know, shorter lines is better, but it just takes that unique aspect of cosmic rays away. And, and thus, and thus now sunny eclipse is the only reason for you to go back to cosmic rays, right? Sure. Well, but now they do still they do still have like the 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 toppings bar minus the cheese is still there. So you still have the the sautéed yeah. onions, the sautéed mushrooms, 
all that you kind know, of stuff. I will I will say that yeah, that that toppings bar is good because now it's the only place for that. You know, Pecos Bill used to have that, but it's a Mexican restaurant now. Did they get rid of the toppings bar when they went? I, and and the sad they part is, I've been it. I've been since they since they made the change because I've eaten there with the with the Chipotle style menu, but right, I can't remember whether or not it still had anything. I knew I knew they got rid of the cheese, and because I remember that they don't have the same kind of toppings bar. You know, you you need different toppings for Mexican food, so the toppings bar now has salsas and guacamole and stuff. You know, and there's really no place for sautéed mushrooms. In Mexican food, there is in so, my Mexican food. Well, sure, because there's room for sautéed mushrooms on everything. Okay, <laughs> I mean, give me, you know, what you can give me some rice pudding and sautéed mushrooms on the side, and I'm okay with that. Maybe not on my rice pudding, but off to the side rice, is fine. Rice pudding? That's where you went with that? I, <laughs> I was trying. To, <laughs> I was trying to pick what what <laughs> what in my like quick pick is the least likely thing to go with, and and my brain went <laughs> rice pudding. So well, it it worked. But you know what? There is somewhere else on property that you can get different stuff at different places, and that is at the uh, Value Resort, uh, like food courts. It's basically True. that setup. True. I, I see. I've never stayed at a Value Resort, and I've never eaten at a Value Resort, so I don't. I don't ever go to that. Well, you're missing out because because it's 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 a I I like that I like that setup at the and that's and that's why I am I guess kind of sad I'm not like I I'm not really upset or anything like that but a little bit saddened I guess that that Cosmic Rays is is streamlining their menu and cutting out a lot of these other things because that's one of the things I like about the the food court uh, the very few times that I'm actually there uh, because I'm usually in the parks but. When you go, you can, you know, walk over here and here's, you know, hot stuff. And over there, there's some pizza and then there's sandwiches and all these different things uh, that, you know, wouldn't be there if if it was just a single line, because it would be so overwhelming to try yeah. to throw all of that on one menu. And that's, again, exactly what caused like they could have put everything that was on all three base menus onto one menu. And then it would have been 20 items and people would have just been, you know. They they would have been struck speechless because yeah, they paralyzed. Could, yes, paralyzed with choice. Yes, yes. They would. I can't. I, I I have no clue. In fact, I somewhat wonder if the nine items might not even see a little bit of paring down from time to time. Have you seen the video that Disney released of their drone, uh, their drone like show thing that they're doing? What are they? I think they call them. F- Flixels, Flixels, and I'm assuming I you're can't. asking our our audience if they've heard, seen it before, since I am the one who tweeted it from our Twitter account. Yes, that's what I was doing. Yeah, you were sure. you were totally. Asking I knew you audience. tweeted it. I uh-huh. knew you tweeted yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yes, and I am super pumped that the FAA finally cleared Disney to fly those things and get them up. I, I love that they had to wait for FAA authorization. Yeah, well, you know, they don't want them falling on people's heads and killing them or, you know, maiming or whatever the case may be. So I, I understand why, uh, being that this is new technology uh, and there's just the laws are not written for, the, for it yet, why all of that had to happen. Uh, but like I said, looking at, looking at just that, that short, what is it, like 20 seconds maybe video? And and of that, there's maybe five seconds of what it's going to look like. 
Uh, it's going to be so good. Yeah, yeah. I am so pumped to see this because it just, it, it's just, it's something new uh, that, you know, we haven't seen before. And I don't know. It just, it looks really cool to me. So it, I'm excited. The video showed like a Christmas tree, you know, like a bunch of drones up in the air like spinning a spiral, around. a spiral Christmas tree. Yeah. Yeah. Spinning around in, in formation. The things that they're going to do with that and for now it's going to be at disney springs but i would assume that after they get all the kinks worked out at disney springs that these are going to be integrated into like wishes and into parades and stuff because you basically have a completely invisible light source my only concern is drones are very loud well and if you and when you're watching that video you can hear the yeah and the the smaller the smaller that you make them the louder that they are um, cause if you get like a, the DJI stuff, the phantom, the big drones, they, I guess they make a more pleasant noise. They're still loud, but the motors are bigger and the rotors are bigger. And so basically make, just the, just the frequency of the noise isn't quite yeah. as high. It's not as high pitched. And so it's, it doesn't like, yeah, yeah, a little bit. It's right? like a fan in a desktop computer versus a fan in your laptop. Yeah. You know, your laptop's going to get a lot louder sounding. And so I wonder like, so this show at Disney Springs, if it has sound, if it has music, like if this is a, a, a show that they're going to choreograph and do and it's got music, you won't be able to hear them. You know, they'll be in the air. You'll have speakers on the ground. They'll be able to program that sound out of the show for sure. I feel like they're, you know, because if you look at the if you look at the filings that, that Disney did and the, the ways that they've shown that they're thinking about using using these um you know as far as like their concept drawings for the the patents on it you know they've got they want to they they want to use these things to shoot off fireworks i feel like one of the one of the drawings was like a, a puppet or a marionette essentially being controlled or or you know hoisted by drones so the drone technology the, the ideas that disney has for drone technology greatly exceeds just using it for for lights. Right. Um, but I think, I think lights are a good start. And until some of the, some of the sound issues can be uh, fixed, that's probably, you know, maybe that's all that they want to do at first. And in fact, if you look at the, uh, and, and I apologize, I, I, somebody else pointed this out. And so I'm repeating it and I do not remember who it was. So I apologize if I'm not giving someone credit here. If you look at the, if you look at the FAA filings that they did, Essentially, the way that these the the flight paths they're showing for the drones all show flight paths well away from people. Yeah, and I and I and I really believe that that was hugely important to the FAA in giving them the go ahead to do this. And so, I don't think I don't think parades are going to be a a major concern in the immediate future because they're probably going to have to do more tests. You know, and it's probably going to be a lot more stringent approval process before they're going to be okay with them getting that close to people. But, you know, Disney Springs, you can fly them over the water. Uh, sure. Illuminations, you can fly them over the water and right. get them well away from the guests so that if something does go wrong, uh, it minimizes the chance that, you know, somebody's going to get conked on the head with one of these things. Right. Well, and the good thing about drones is when they fail, usually they just fall straight down. Right, right. And as, again, as long as straight down is not straight down onto a 
a uh, guest or straight down right. onto a performer, which could be the sure, case in a sure, parade sure. also. Sure. If, but if straight down is into the World Showcase Lagoon. Yeah, that's a, that's an expensive failure, but it's... Hakuna Matata. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it, here's the thing. As excited as I am to see this happening at Disney Springs and like looking at the idea that there could be some Christmas thing going on at Disney Springs... It's it's funny to me how much that makes me like want to really start researching flights just so I could <laughs> see this new technology, uh, you know, because I'm going to watch videos of it when it's when it's fully launched and everything. But I, I want to see it with my own two eyes. But as exciting as that aspect of it is, what I would like to see it used, and I don't know that it will be in the near future just because they're just now getting a new show out for it. I'd like to see this used at Animal Kingdom. Because I think it is perfect use case for Animal Kingdom because, you know, the or at least as we've been told numerous times, and I and I totally believe that this is completely legit. The reason they don't they they were so hesitant to do a nighttime show, and the reason that the nighttime show doesn't it doesn't include fireworks and things like that is because it's going to scare the animals because you're gonna have loud bangs and all that stuff. But Flixels provide you a way of doing fireworks without any of that. I mean, yeah, you get the hum of the drones, but that's it. Uh, again, having a completely invisible light, you know, and especially because you can obviously string lights from, you know, wire and it's totally invisible at night and you turn it on, you can't see. But during the day, I mean, stuff like that is totally obvious and it, and it shows and it's you can't do anything else with that area. And during the day, it's really ugly with drones. The possibilities, like thinking about all the things that they could do with, with an army of these drones, even if they were just had lights on them. I, I, you know? I, I worry for, I worry for universal because now you're talking about the armies of drones that Disney is mounting. I mean, how long until they, until Disney attacks with these, they can't remain peaceful forever, man. You send the drones over there with, park closed signs hanging right. from them <laughs> i don't know what happened uh but hulk closed for refurbishment yes. signs yeah, yeah uh hulk belongs to us <laughs> you know with a little with a little mickey with little mouse ears around it or something i don't know um but i could also i could also see a a use for this in you know say wishes or something like that think about how many times you've seen the well you haven't because you haven't seen the fireworks right Oh, no. Have you seen the fireworks and just not the parade that's no longer there? I have seen the fireworks. I've never seen the fireworks from inside the park. Okay, okay. I've seen Wishes three times, but it's always been from California Grove. Okay, so in the three times you've seen Wishes, which is a, it's a pretty small sample size, but I will almost guarantee that, that what I'm about to say is going to be true. You have likely seen the, the heart fireworks uh -huh. or the face fireworks not fire properly. Well, I've seen them look weird because I'm off axis. I'm off angle. You know, they're made to to look right from yeah. Uh, but here's Main the thing: Street. I I will tell you that even when you're on axis, they don't always look right. Sometimes they're you know upside down. Sometimes they they blow wrong. And the only reason that I know that that's a heart is because I've seen it before, and I know what that I know what that pink firework is supposed to be because. It's just a big circle or it's a line because it, you know, it fired, uh, pointed up or something. So you could, you could get a lot more control over stuff like that with having the, with having these flixels. 
it opens up it opens up all these possibilities and these are just the possibilities that we can that we can think of right now right and i choose to believe that there are people with so much larger imaginations than myself who are coming up with ways that i would never fathom that are going to be really cool uses of this so i'm just i i'm excited about new technology and and the ways that disney can use this to uh to create new experiences you know mhm you know what? They could probably hang screens and give us 3D glasses, and you could have even more screens in the park. I know that would excite you. I've thought about that as a temporary screen for a show. You know, the way that kind of like the Fantasmic. water, the water screens. Uh huh. Yeah. If you if you got to you know two or three drones with a hanging screen, you could bring the screen in, get really really good projection off of it. You know, it's hard to project onto water. Um, you lose most of your light because you're projecting onto mist pretty much because there's not enough mist to catch all of it. Right. Right. And so you could get really good, really bright projection from a screen that just pretty much appears out of nowhere and then have it go away. And so, you know, we were talking a couple weeks ago when we were talking about um, the new show at Hollywood studios about projecting onto the Chinese theater and how, at Magic Kingdom, they have that pre-show for Wishes where they project onto the castle. And it would be really cool if they had, you know, temporary screens, you know, quote, temporary, flown up into the air, and they're projecting onto those, and then they could even have them move. You know, a lot of these really nice drones are GPS-controlled. And so you can you can have them move to exactly the same spot over and over and over and over again. It really makes it a lot easier to get good projection with no rigging. Right. So my my question though is, when do I get my own personal drone? When is when is the drone tied to my Magic Band so that way I, you know I can just buy stuff and and the drone goes and gets it for me and then it delivers <laughs> it to me? You know, uh, you know what? I'm really feeling like a Casey cornered hot dog right now. Go get me that drone. And it flies over to the Magic Kingdom and gets you your hot dog? Yeah, 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 because, you know... That would maybe, be pretty cool. Maybe I'm, maybe you I'm hanging Epcot. out... Yeah, hanging out at Epcot, but I just really got a hankering for... I've really got a hankering for a, a citrus swirl, you know? Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the air traffic <laughs> at, like, 100 feet, you know? All these, all these individuals' drones flying around. Do the drones have to wait in the line? That's a that's what I need to know. Well, you'd have drone lines. Ooh, yeah, drone lines. Drone lines you'd and then people lines. Would that be like the lines. new fast pass? <laughs> you'd have people lines, you'd have fast pass lines. Then you got to get fast pass for your drone, but then your drone forgot its magic band and so it's got to come back and yeah, Well, and just, you and you have to pain. give the drone everybody's magic band because you can't just have the one magic band. You got to yep. get them all checked in, yeah. Oh, the the ways this technology could go horribly wrong. But in the meantime, in the meantime, they're going to use it to fly lights up in the air, and that's pretty darn cool. It does. It looks really neat. Well, I think that'll do it for this week's episode. You can follow us on Twitter at MTM Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash MTM Podcast. And you can visit us on the web at missingthemouse.co. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. Until then, have a magical day.